From the Ohio News Network, this is Ohio Sports Magazine. Now, here's your host, Kate Burdett. Welcome to this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. I'm Kate Burdett. Cleveland's triathlon is coming up in August, and we're going to learn more about this relatively new multi-sport event. While we're talking about Cleveland, we'll also hear from some people who are part of a very interesting organization that's trying to get more kids on the water. And we'll hear what the Columbus crew has been up to. Of course, we'll also have the latest from our friends at the Locked On Podcasts and from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Kristen Bernert is with the Columbus crew, and it's a very busy time, of course, for the crew. Specifically, this past Wednesday, they were out and about in the community for 614 Day. It is described as an all-encompassing celebration of Columbus. Of course, 614 on June 14th, the area code for Columbus. Now we've all made that connection. Kristen, do I understand correctly that the team spent the 13th of June inflating more than 600 soccer balls? Yeah, it was uh, it was a fun day. We uh, we actually invited some of our partners to join us, our, our corporate partners, our community partners. We were going to do it, and I'm like, well, let's make it a party. And um, <laughs> we had a blast. Darlington Nagby, who's our captain, and you know he's been on our on our team for five years, and and I hope that Columbus has gotten to know and appreciate him as much as I have. He's just an amazing person. He worked with Adidas to have uh, 614 soccer balls donated, uh, and and we're we're we actually took those soccer balls, you know, out in the community with us for 614 day. So we did a pump up party. That's what we called it. We had a lot of fun. And then, uh, you know, the kids got to enjoy that. You basically put up soccer pitches in several locations around the city of Columbus on 614 Day to kind of bring that that spirit of the crew out into the community. Um, how many yeah. spots were you, were you in? So so we were in five, five different spots. Uh, we, have, we actually have five mini pitches that have been built you know, since the the Haslam's, Johnsons, and Edwards family bought the bought the team, um, and we're going to do two more this year. And so, with mini pitches, you know, we've we've the game of basketball is is played quite a bit in in the cities because it's really easy. We've had basketball courts everywhere, and you know, soccer is still relatively young in the United States in terms of. It being a really highly participated in sport. And so our cities were created, you know, before it really took hold here. So now we're kind of reverse engineering. And, and so many of the, you know, soccer pitches are in, in the suburbs and outside of the city centers. And we want to, we want to change that. We want to add to um, the, our footprint. And so a mini pitch is a way to do that because it can fit into smaller spaces. Um, it's concrete. It's enclosed, but the kids are still able to to learn the principles of the game and learn the game itself. Uh, so we're going to put those many pitches, as many many pitches in the in the in the city as we possibly can. Again, like two more this year, and we'll continue to build on it over the years. And I understand another Columbus favorite, Wendy's, was a part of Six One Four Day, right? Wendy's actually makes Six One Four Day happen. They are, like you said, a, a Columbus favorite. Um, so not only were they an act, you know, part of the, the activations on the mini pitches, but we were out at, you know, four locations, uh, Wendy's locations here locally, handing out 
uh, was become a summer favorite, which is the strawberry frosty. Mm-hmm. And you know, so free frosties and other just crew gear and kind of surprising and delighting uh, Wendy's customers as they come through. Uh, but they are they're definitely when you think about Columbus, you know, Wendy's is synonymous uh, with Columbus. And so for them to be a partner of the crew, um, what a powerful combination and really appreciate their commitment to the community. And now I want a frosty. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of response would you say you're getting when you go out into areas that wouldn't have a pitch otherwise? The community loves loves soccer. You know, it is it's an easy game to play. You, you need two goals and a ball. And the principles of sharing the ball, uh, you know, I love, you know, like sometimes you, you have to go backwards to go forwards um, in the teamwork associated uh, with with the game. It has you know, really strong values. That it teaches, and you know, I spent some time with our former mayor Coleman yesterday, and we were talking about just how important soccer is um, to kids and to a city. And he said something that I thought was really profound and just really stuck with me. And he talked about soccer just giving a kid a passport to the world. You know, it's a global game. And, you know, it's, it's played everywhere and, and, and it's so popular globally. Uh, and now <clears throat> with the advent of, you know, we're so far beyond with, you know, streaming games and, you know, access through social media to learn about the world through the, through the lens of soccer and to learn about all the players that are, that are all over the world. You, you learn, it just opens your eyes up to so much. And so, you know, if we can, if we can do that for kids and it's be, be as ambitious as, as, you know, Mayor Coleman, um, thinks we can be in terms of, you know, putting that passport at a kid's foot, I think is, is really, um, you know, incredible work that we, we could be doing here in Columbus. Um, we've been doing it. We really, you know, I, I always say we, we do great work. Uh, we can never do enough and, and we need to continue to build on what we're doing here. So this is part of a larger program that the crew has called Soccer for All, correct? Yeah. And that is something that doesn't just happen once a year. In fact, next weekend you have an event coming up, and we'll be talking more about that in uh, in coming shows. But give us a little preview of what's coming up in the Soccer for All world. I mean, Soccer for All, you know, we're going to celebrate it as, you know, as at one match to really showcase our partnerships and demonstrate um, that soccer is really for everyone uh, in in one match. But it really, it's it's so much broader than that. Uh, we have partnerships with Ohio Blind Soccer. We have partnerships with Adaptive Sports, uh, Special Olympics. We will be uh, along with the rest of the United States and the world. We will be celebrating uh, the Women's World Cup in big in a big way uh, coming up here in July. And so, you know, that, that's what, that's, you know, it's, it's an accessible sport as we, as we talked about just needing two goals and a ball. Uh, But it's also for, it's for, it's for men, it's for girls, it's for boys, it's, it's, it's for, you know, people of all different abilities. Um, So, you know, we, we, we want everybody playing this game that we love um, and as many groups as we can engage 
uh, in support, um, you know, even even better. Kristen Berner with the Columbus Crew, thank you so much for sharing with us all the good that the team is doing both on and off the pitch. We look forward to uh, to our next chat with you. Thanks so much. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Your favorite website has come to life. <laughs> no, 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 not that website. The 11 Warriors Radio Hour, all Buckeyes all the time. Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. Tuesday night eight on the fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Joined today by Kelly McCarthy, Todd Hathaway, and Jalen Baldwin. They are a part of the Cleveland Foundry Organization. And what that organization seeks to do is to transform lives of Cleveland's youth through the sports of rowing and sailing. They have a big event coming up on Monday. It's in honor of Juneteenth, and they're here to tell us about that and so much more that happens at the Foundry. Hi, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Hey there. I'm really excited to learn more about what the Foundry does in Cleveland. So whoever would like to start, um, kind of just tell me about how things got started with the Foundry and how you you know, began this process of reaching out to youth to get them involved in sailing and rowing. Sure, yeah. So the Foundry is Cleveland's Community Rowing and Sailing Center. Um, so the Foundry started um, a few years ago out of the recognition that, you know, we're here in Cleveland, Ohio, with two incredible bodies of water right in our backyard, Lake Erie and the Cuyahoga River. And those bodies of water hold so much potential for recreation um, and sports that can really change people's lives. Rowing and sailing are both lifelong sports. And there was a recognition that for kids in the Cleveland area, there wasn't really much of a way for kids to get involved in those sports. Um, so Mike and Gina Troublecock, the founders of the Foundry, um, decided to take it upon themselves to change that. Um, both or All three of their kids were rowers um, in college, and they wanted to make sure that all kids in Cleveland had that opportunity to experience the life-changing benefits of rowing and sailing. Um, so they created the Foundry to create access where there wasn't any for middle school and high school students to engage in the sports of rowing and sailing. So previously where you had to, you know, maybe be belong to a yacht club or go to a school that had a rowing team, which was very, very few schools. Now, um, because of the Foundry, any student in any part of the greater Cleveland area can participate on a rowing and sailing team. It sounds like you're really seeking to to break down some of the barriers, socioeconomic, geographic, all, all of those things that may prevent someone from discovering this wonderful world of rowing and sailing. Jalen, I know you are the outreach and recruitment manager for this program, and I would love to hear about how strategically you go into the community to to recruit to recruit members of your of your program. I know um, it's pretty cool the way we do it. Um, it's like a step down unit, so we can come into different gym classes, recreational centers, and we bring our rowing machines and we teach them how to row. We show them the, the equipment, and then potentially have to potentially have them like on a team. Um, but it's also it just it's a different perspective for a lot of students. For myself, I like, got through the foundry through CMSD and ended up here again, like full circle. Um, so going out and talking to parents because my parents was not into it at all. So going out to those parents and saying the same things my parents were saying, like, hey, this is a water sport. You're not doing it at all. But to go to those parents and say, hey, I went through this program 
your kid has shown a lot of interest in it and they really want to try this sport. So there's a lot of barriers that's in the sport, but also this boathouse itself is like a one of one, but it's also a wraparound supportive system. As an alum of the program, Jalen, what can you tell me? What was it that attracted you to this opportunity? It wasn't a diverse sport. Um, so that was kind of like a fear, but also it it was a driving factor to make me want to make a difference in it. So like, I know for a fact here in Cleveland, Ohio, um, the U.S. like national diversity is like zero point a bunch of numbers. Here in Cleveland, that number is really, really small. Um, even like on a coaching level, I know I'm the only African-American coach here in Cleveland, but also to know that I can be a driving factor to help make these teams more diverse and the water more welcome into the African-American community. Monday the 19th is, of course, the federal holiday, Juneteenth. And around that holiday, I understand you have some events planned for the Foundry. Yeah, so Monday, June 19th, the Foundry is hosting a Juneteenth Community Open House. Um, The facility will be open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for anybody to come check the Foundry out. We're inviting the entire community with specific outreach to the students and their families that we've been working with over the past year. Um, But again, all are welcome. No experiences necessary. We'll have coaches available to help introduce people to rowing safely on land. Um, And the intention really is to highlight um, diversity in the sport of rowing and and how far we've been able to come um, as a community and the goal of making the sport of rowing a more a diverse and inclusive and accessible community that really represents the community of Cleveland. Um, it's an opportunity for us to celebrate freedom, to celebrate um, Black excellence in the sport of rowing and beyond, and also to acknowledge you know, how far we still have to go. Um, systemic racism is still present in our society, and I feel like Juneteenth is an opportunity for us as a community to address the challenges that we still face and and collaboratively move forward. Um, So that's we're really trying to make space for all together on Monday. Very cool. There's more information online if you would like to learn more about the Juneteenth event at the Foundry. All you have to do is go to clevelandfoundry.org. Todd Hathaway, you're the program manager for the Foundry and for this wonderful program that is creating this access for young people that may never be able to experience rowing and sailing and or sailing. What can you tell me about how the process works? Obviously, like you said, you've got the rowing machines, you start off on land. With the, with young people coming into your program, what can they expect in their first couple of months? Yeah, so we meet students where they're at, you know, whether they're at their school or at some other after school program. Uh, we go, we hang out with them. First, firstly, we want to get to know them. You know, if they end up learning about rowing and sailing, that's great. But more than anything, we want them to leave knowing that there are more adults here in Cleveland that care about them. So we meet them where they're at, and then they start to get interested in being here at the Foundry through field trips and through our after-school program. Any given day between January and now, I was going and picking up kids in a van, you know, going and I'm I'm the bus driver. Uh, So (laughs) I would go and pick up students. You start to really get to know kids. And that's just extremely important to us. So our students would be here. Uh, some of the students would then stay for practice after after school program and their parents would end up picking them up here, which a lot of parents really like that. You don't have to worry about your kid from like 7 a.m. when you drop them off at school until 7 p.m. when you pick them up at the foundry for practice. So our students 
get to experience rowing and sailing, but versus any other sport here in Cleveland, we offer something a little different. On our rowing team, we have about 37 different schools that are represented. So you start to get to know kids from other parts of Cleveland, and no other team offers that. We also have sixth grade through 12th grade. You can be on our team for six straight years. You don't have to relearn teammates when you go off to high school. So we offer uh, consistency in a world where inconsistency is mostly what students get. And then we also want our students to stand at the edge of Lake Erie and not see it as a boundary or a barrier or something that's scary. We want kids to look out at Lake Erie and at the river and see something that they want to go and explore. The Foundry in Cleveland is uh, what we're talking about. I recommend you look them up online, clevelandfoundry.org. And Monday, in honor of Juneteenth, they are hosting an open house from 10 to 2 p.m. I encourage everyone to check that out. And Kelly, Todd, and Jalen, I thank you so much for your time today and for the wonderful work you're doing with young people in Cleveland. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. Are you starting to question your gambling or the actions of someone you love? It may be time to talk to someone who understands. Call the Problem Gambling Helpline today and talk to a trained specialist. There's no judgment and no commitment. Plus, it's completely free and confidential. We're here for you. You are not alone. And remember, we all have the power to change with the Problem Gambling Helpline of Ohio. Make the call today. Call the Problem Gambling Helpline of Ohio at 1-800-589-9966. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. If you turn 65 this year, you are eligible for Medicare. To help you understand your choices and possibility of financial assistance, the Ohio Department of Insurance is holding Welcome to Medicare events across the state. So join us at a free event near you. Make sure your plan suits your budget and your needs. For more information, contact the Ohio Department of Insurance at 1-800-686-1578 or go online at insurance.ohio.gov. Everyone knows you can have a lot of fun outside. But did you know that spending time outdoors is actually good for you? That's right. Spending time in the outdoors can have a positive impact on your body and your mind. 
Even 15 minutes outside a day can lower your stress and help you feel better. So get out there, visit an Ohio park, and thrive outside. Are you in crisis? Contact Ohio's Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call, text, or chat 988. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. On Saturday, August 12th, you're going to see a lot of athletes on the riverfront, on the lakefront in downtown Cleveland. And that's because it's time to rock, roll, and run. It's the Cleveland Triathlon. We're joined by Natalie McManaman. She's a member of the planning committee and a very busy person right now. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Kate. How are you today? Oh, my goodness. Very excited for the Tri-Cleveland Rock Roll Run. It's it's an actual triathlon right there in Cleveland, Ohio. You are correct. We have a what's considered short course triathlon right downtown here in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and we utilize and show off our wonderful downtown and waterfront assets here that Cleveland has. Um, and, and utilize it for recreation. So we have a triathlon that starts at North Coast Harbor and finishes in our um, award-winning Edgewater Park. Okay, so for those that may not be familiar, what are the athletic events involved in this triathlon? Sure, well, there's a lot, a lot wrapped into that question here. Um, a triathlon is swim, bike, run. Uh, we also offer a duathlon, those that don't like to swim, which is a run bike run. And then we also offer what's called either an aqua bike or an aqua athlon. And that is for the people that don't like to run or might be injured and can't run. And that is a swim and then bike. Um, now to you can do all three of those events over three different distances. You can choose what's best for you. Um, we have a super sprint distance, which is a 250-yard swim, an 8K bike, and a um, 1.8-mile run. And then that can also be done as a duathlon where you run two miles at the beginning. Uh, we have a sprint triathlon, which is a 750-meter swim, a 12-mile bike or in other words, 20K, <laughs> for those okay. who may not be from the United <laughs> States, and a 5K run, and then the Olympic distance, which is 1,500-meter swim, a 40K bike, or 24 miles, and then a 10K run. Choose your race, choose your distance. Something for everyone, really. It sounds like you're making this very accessible, regardless of someone's level of, uh, of athletic experience. We are, and that's the whole point of having those offerings. Um, we want to grow the sport of triathlon and what's considered multi-sport. So a duathlon or an aqua bike is considered multi-sport. So you're doing more than one sport through the event. And um, we have a great um, club and following here in Cleveland that is related to multi-sport. And we want to continue to, to grow the sport and uh, give an offering for people to enjoy it here locally. How long have you been doing the triathlon event in Cleveland? So this will be our third year. We started um, in 2021 
Um, we started with 600 participants. We grew that to almost 1,000 participants last year in 2022. And this year, we hope to be over that number. That's exciting. Your registration is on pace to uh, to fill those numbers then, yes. right? Excellent. Yes, our registration is on pace to be over 1,000 participants, yes. Well, with that many people and this type of event, there would be some logistical challenges. And <laughs> I understand that the day before the triathlon, you've been recently thrown a bit of a curveball, if you will. I'm sorry, that's the wrong sport, but there's some preseason football happening <laughs> in, in uh, Cleveland. So you'll have to adjust your schedule. And you've been, you've been working with communicating with your participants on, on that aspect. We have. Um, so normally what we do, just because of the logistics of the race and having um, the starting point at the harbor and the finishing point be at Edgewater Park, we normally on the day before the race have people come drop off their bikes, get everything set up for the morning. That way, when they shuttle over from Edgewater Park in the morning, you know, there's less to do. There's you know some anxiety taken out of getting set up and race morning. Um, however, this year, um, there is a Browns game that has been scheduled uh, the day before our race. Um, we are not able to use the normal transition area that we normally would, um, which is considered the Browns purple lot. So we have moved transition with the permission um, of the Great Lakes Science Center, North Coast Harbor, the city, um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's quite a few stakeholders in the area. Oh, on top of the Great Lakes Science Center parking garage. So it's actually covered in grass, which is great. Um, in the past, it's been a, you know, a, an open parking lot, which gets kind of gritty and hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. See, easy peasy, never a dull moment. Easy peasy. <laughs> in, in the world <laughs> of multi-sport. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Saturday, August 12th. Registration is still open and there are still opportunities for volunteers with your event as well. Right, Natalie? There is. We're um, always in need of volunteers. Um, They are the lifeblood of our race. Um, And this year, probably more than ever, we are accepting groups. Large groups are always great. And it's great um, fun for team building events, Boy Scouts, whatever it might be. And what's that website? It is rockrollrun.com. Rockrollrun.com. That's where you go for all the information on the third annual Cleveland Triathlon happening Saturday, August 12th, right after that preseason Browns game. Natalie McManaman, thank you so much for your time today. Best of luck with the race. We'll see you on the lakefront in Cleveland. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate your time and thank you for having us. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Common Man and T-Bone. I could buy half a ply, not even one ply. Somehow they'd clog the toilet. Good band name, half a ply. Half a ply. Some would argue that's what we do on this show. We half apply ourselves. Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by the Hinderer Motor Company. We taste three to six on the fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time to get the latest on the Cleveland Cavaliers and hear from Chris Manning of Locked On Cavs with our Eric Reeser. Talking with Chris Manning, he is the host of the Locked On Cavs podcast. Download, subscribe, listen to the Locked On Cavs podcast, wherever it is you do your podcasting. Uh, Chris, the Denver Nuggets captured their first NBA championship earlier this week, beating the Miami Heat in a five-game series. What would you make of the gentleman's sweep? And do you think this starts a multi-year, multi-title run for the Nuggets and Nikola Jokic? 
I, I mean, I think it's possible. I think we live in a world where they kind of got delayed in, in some aspects, right, with Murray's injury and Michael Porter Jr.'s injury. And Jokic is in his prime. Um, he's firmly in a in a run where you could see him be this good. And I and I think this title validates them completely. I mean, you'll have people being weird haters about them, but they absolutely dominated their run through the playoffs. They were never like in a series where they felt super pressed, especially once they got through Phoenix, in my opinion. They dominated LeBron and AD. They beat Miami in five, and Miami was a grim reaper from the Eastern Conference. I think it's possible. Jokic to me is the best player in the world right now. He deserves that belt. I think they, they're in a really good position to be. They, they should be. I think they are the betting favorites for next year, at the very least. And I think there's absolutely a chance they, they could have a little bit of run here, help provided, all that stuff. But they're absolutely in a great spot to, to rip off and be in contention for several years here. Speaking of the Eastern Conference champions, is there a path forward for this current Miami Heat roster in the East? Could Eric Spolstra make Kyrie Irving work with Jimmy Butler? That would not be the way I would I would I expect them to go. I think the the reporting we've seen is that they might be a Bradley Beal team more than they would be a Kyrie team. Um, I think certainly you know they've made two finals in four years. I, I trust. Spo and that management with with Pat Riley and that culture as much as we can make fun of it, that's a real thing. Um, but I don't think Kyrie is that guy. I, I would think it's Beal, but I, I think certainly they probably would make whatever work, and I, w- I would trust them to do it ultimately. Um, a few weeks ago, Cavaliers general manager Kobe Altman gave J.B. Bickerstaff the vote of confidence uh, heading into this next season, but there were two coaches in the Central Division that have been replaced. Uh, first, what do you make of Milwaukee hiring Raptors assistant Adrian Griffin? I like it. Uh, I like the, the way they've gone about it is hiring an assistant who has gone through the ranks, who has that around was in the Cavs coaching uh, coaching search at one point, very well regarded by players. So there, you know, there is uh, a domestic violence allegation against him that was, I think, cleared up, and that certainly that that is part of his story. I think that partly delayed him getting head coaching job. If you kind of read through what is going on with him, but that, that guy was beloved in Toronto. I love that they hired someone. They didn't just go for the big name. Didn't do a Doc Rivers hire and. Went for something new. I, I think, and in, in the honesty, I'm very on board with it. Wanted the former player, wanted someone with that kind of tone. So I, I think it's a great hire for the Bucks. Well, the one real interesting hire, Chris, I think, were the Detroit Pistons giving Monty Williams $12 million a year. What do you make of that hire in Detroit? You know, it seems they really they read the reporting on it. They wanted the culture with him. They wanted him to come in and, and set the tone for their young guys and, and elevate them and build that that way. I think that is clearly what they're going for there. I like it. I, I'm, you know, it's interesting that they went that route instead of, you know, going for uh, a Charles Lee and assistant type, which, which is kind of been talked about as well. But I, I like the hire. I, I think he is someone who's going to be some, a really good leader for Kate. I think it's someone they're giving a long leash to. He's obviously made the finals. He's beloved around the league. Do you think with regards to Williams and the Pistons that you can make it in the East without a true superstar? Well, I, I mean, I think the, I think what I would say to that is I think Kate Cunningham probably is going to be a true superstar. I, I think he is going to be the second best guy in that class on Mobley. I think he's the kind of the archetype of what a guy you would want as a wing creator. He missed all of last year. Certainly that doesn't feel great if you're kind of betting on what he's going to be kind of going forward, but he's going to be really good. And I think they have that kind of guy kind of building them. They have draft picks now that, you know, they have Jaden Ivey who won't be a true, true superstar, but will be really good. Jalen Duran, I think is a really interesting prospect, but I think Cade can be that superstar for them. I think he's that good. Um, I think he's that skilled. I think he's, he's someone that, we, that we've kind of forgotten about to some degree because 
he missed all last year with that chin injury, but he's going to be back, and I, and I think he's going to be awesome. NBA drafts next Thursday in Brooklyn. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers won't pick until the second round. Chris, what do you think they do with the 49th pick? I think I think they sh- they're going to use it, and I and my hope would be if I'm if I were getting to advise Kobe Altman, what I would what I would say is I think he's got to take a wing. I, I think whatever it is, I think whatever he feels the needs of the team are, whatever he feels the rosters, I think a wing that they can develop in a bigger wing if possible, I think would be the right pick. You look at what Denver had, you look at what Boston had, you look at what Miami had, all these teams had bigger wings that could scale up, guards that could scale up. Cleveland is missing those kinds of pieces really on their roster. I think he has to, that has to be the position priority. I think, you know, maybe they do a draft and stash, you know, maybe there's trades involved. I think we're going to see a very active trade market at, both at the draft and after the draft and the free agency. But I, I really think we're in a spot there where it should be a wing. I, I can't really rationalize them, honestly. If they, if they use the pick and they don't trade it or something, I, I think the wing is the only way you really can go when you look at this roster and what its needs are and what its long-term needs are. Not even just right now. Uh, he is Chris Manning. He's the host on the Locked On Cavs podcast. Download, subscribe, listen to the Locked On Cavs podcast, wherever it is you do your podcasting. Chris, thanks so much for the time today, bud. Thank you. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Bishop and Friends. Speed limit on the interstates was 70 at night. In the day, it was reasonable and prudent. So you could go whatever the heck your heart desired. Bishop and Friends. Sponsored by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Weekdays from 9 to noon. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time to discuss Louisville Bats and Cincinnati Reds baseball and hear from the radio voice of the Bats, Nick Curran, with our Matt Andrews. Nick Curran of the Louisville Bats, AAA affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds, is here today for our Locked on Reds segment for this week. Nick, it's great to talk to you, and we really enjoyed getting to see you last week when Louisville was in town here in Columbus to take on the Clippers, the Reds AAA affiliate, the Bats, the AAA affiliate in Cleveland of the Guardians, the Columbus Clippers. First observation, man, when when watching this Louisville team, it's finally good to see a winning Louisville Bats franchise. Boy, it's it's really nice to see uh, to see them having success, and uh, a lot of folks around here have waited quite a while. Uh, the team hasn't had a winning overall season since 2011, and had not been over 500 at any point in any season since July of 2016, not even 1-0. So um, this year has been quite the change to have some success, and it's been great. And, um, you know, a lot of talent that has contributed to that and a lot of young guys on their way up the system, some veterans that have had really great years and uh, a fun trip from a bats perspective to Columbus winning what ended up being a five-game series and sweeping it and uh, one of the best trips of the year. It's a shame we only get to go there once these days, but uh, it was great to see you and, and great to to just experience the atmosphere there in Columbus. Always a great uh, – well, they always have great crowds and, and no different for the five days we were there. That's right. Three of those nights, there were 10,000-plus. Nick, aside from drafting very well the Reds of late, what else has provided this bolt in the farm system? Well, I think the trades they made last year have been a big part of it. Um, dealing Tyler Malley to the Twins netted them 
uh, Spencer Steer, who's had a great year up there this year, and and also netted them Christian Encarnacion Strand, who is the leading hitter as of right now in the International League and a highly touted Reds prospect with his bats team. A guy that really, I think, burst onto the scene in terms of the Reds in spring training, just had a monster spring. Seemed like he was homering every day there for a while. Um, started the season on the injured list with a little bit of a back injury, um, but once he joined this Louisville team, didn't skip a beat, and is hitting uh, over 350 right now to, to lead the league and and uh, is right near the top in home runs and, and top 10 in RBIs as well. You mentioned Encarnacion Strand. You also mentioned De La Cruz. You were one of the first this year to get a real good early glimpse and, and for a few games, a, a good scout and study on De La Cruz. Did you expect what you're seeing? And I guess just kind of where is that whole transformation on him in the big leagues and how that has gone from where he was in Louisville? Yeah, I think, uh, I think did expect it. And I think everyone did just from watching him here. Um, he's a guy that is, I mean, he's unique and, um, I, I think kind of a one of a kind player, a guy who's six, seven. And, and as Alex Pillai, as the bats hitting coach put it, uh, your good friend as well, that um, that he, he he runs like Billy Hamilton, he has power like Giancarlo Stanton, and he, he has an arm in the field like Rafael Fercal, if folks remember the, the former Braves and Dodgers shortstop who had an absolute cannon. I mean, he can do literally everything, and um, and he's, he's, he's always smiling. He loves playing the game. You can see that. It's infectious. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of times when a guy is coming up as, as a top prospect, there can be a little bit, you know, it's natural in this game that is so uh, individualized. There can be some resentment in the clubhouse sometimes from some guys of uh, another guy getting a lot of attention or what have you. Uh, none of that with him. He, I, I think people enjoy watching him, obviously, but uh, maybe more importantly, really enjoy playing with him. And uh, I, I think he he only adds to a clubhouse, doesn't detract from it. That also makes him special. And uh, was thinking about this the other night. You know, he is the type of player that makes you want to watch Reds games, regardless of of how good they are. It's kind of um, to me, he will be a guy. Um, when you when you put it in that vein, like a like a Mike Trout or a Shohei Otani or a, or a Ronald Acuna Jr. or a or a, a Juan Soto, like guys that even if their teams aren't really playing well and aren't really in it, you still want to see them play. So I, I think with Ellie, you're going to see the Reds on national TV a lot more in coming years because I think people will be interested in in watching him play regardless of where the Reds are in the standings. And I can't think of a guy recently that the Reds have really had uh, like that. And I think that's what makes him really different and special. My former broadcast partner in Louisville, Nick Curran. Nick, thanks for keeping us locked in on what's going on with the Reds, their farm system in Louisville. All the best. We appreciate your time. Appreciate it. Great to talk to you. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Betting happens as fast as sports. And now every play is faster than ever before. You're on the edge of your seat until the moment when it's all on the line. Which is why it's important to pause before you play. Sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be. So remember to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. 
To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. This is the sound of a popular American motorcycle. It's the sound of freedom, the open road, really good times. And this is what it sounds like with a drunk guy in it. How do you like the sound of that? Cops are cracking down on drunk motorcycle riders. If you ride drunk, you will get caught and you will get arrested. Drunk riding. Over the limit, under arrest. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Summer is in full swing. If you think you're hot, well, so are your trees. You can help your trees by watering them, especially if they're newly planted. During the hot, dry summer months, your trees could use a water boost. Watering new trees a few times a week will help them survive while they're developing their root system. So don't forget about them. To find out more about watering trees or to find a certified arborist near you, go to treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. A healthy body needs good food. This summer, the Ohio Department of Education is again sponsoring the Ohio Summer Food Service Program, where kids eat free. Children under 18 receive healthy meals and no sign-up is required. It's easy. Some are right in your neighborhood. Call 1-866-3-HUNGRY or visit the Ohio Department of Education website at education.ohio.gov forward slash kids eat for meal locations and times. If you turn 65 this year, you are eligible for Medicare. To help you understand your choices and possibility of financial assistance, the Ohio Department of Insurance is holding Welcome to Medicare events across the state. So join us at a free event near you. Make sure your plan suits your budget and your needs. For more information, contact the Ohio Department of Insurance at 1-800-686-1578 or go online at insurance.ohio.gov. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time now to get some highlights of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show with Jay Crawford. Here's producer Colin Barringer to set the scene. Thanks, Kate. This week on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the guys had on Browns defensive back Greg Newsom and asked him to name the top five wide receivers not on the Browns roster and to name the receiver that's his toughest cover in the league. Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase. I'm going to say Jalen Waddle. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, I don't know if you've had to cover all those guys yet. Who's been the toughest cover for you? Toughest cover? Yeah. I didn't have to go against Devontae. Honestly, probably the toughest cover. I would probably say a guy like Deontay Johnson, obviously. Honestly. Really? Yeah. Very small, shifty, you know, can run the whole entire route tree. He was definitely a tough cover, so I'd probably say Deontay. To catch the full breakdown, just search the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube, subscribe to their page, and enjoy daily content covering all things Cleveland sports. We'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue on the Ohio News Network. 
Morning juice. We were all saying like, oh, live can't be commercial. It can't be making money. They don't care. $620 billion. What is a few hundred million? Morning juice. Sponsored by Affinity Whole Health. Weekday mornings at 6. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. That's all for this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. Thank you so much to this week's guests, Kristen Bernert from the Columbus Crew, Kelly McCarthy, Todd Hathaway, and Jalen Baldwin with the Cleveland Foundry, and Natalie McManaman from the Cleveland Triathlon. Thanks to all of our Locked On podcast contributors as well. For Colin Barringer, Eric Reeser, and Matt Andrews, I'm Kate Burdett. Thanks for listening to Ohio Sports Magazine. Join us next week here on the Ohio News Network. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Color.